month's Town Taster finds us on the Mornington Peninsula at the exclusive suburb of Mount Eliza, known for its beautiful homes and amazing views. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langda located on the coast between the large town centres of Frankston and Mornington in the local government shire of Mornington Peninsula, approximately 50 kilometres from Melbourne CBD. It spans an area of 23 kilometres and has a population of 17,888 people. It is one of three mounts on the Mornington Peninsula and it ranges in elevation points across the suburb with its peak at 165 metres above sea level. The suburb is bordered by Kakarabuit Creek, Humphreys Road, Mooradak Highway, Wallara Drive, the Mornington Railway Line, Oak Bank Road, Manyang Creek and Port Phillip Bay. Mount Eliza, as part of the Mornington Peninsula, has a long history of being a favourite holiday destination for residents of Melbourne and before large-scale subdivision in the 1920s was mainly utilised as the location for holiday homes. Mount Eliza Post Office opened on the 15th of November 1920 and it was around this time that the old estates were subdivided and people started to make it their permanent home. In 1924, Walter Burley Griffin and Marion Marnie Griffin designed and established the Ranelagh Estate. In 1928, the independent girls' school, Turak College, was built and is one of the oldest independent girls' schools in Victoria. By the 1950s, the shopping precinct began to develop and by the 1960s was a well-established shopping village. Of significance to Mount Eliza is the historical property of Sunnyside Estate, now the Morningstar Estate. The Victorian mansion, originally purchased by Londoner Francis Alfred Gillett in 1865 as a rural holiday retreat, became the Morningstar Boys' Home in 1932. The mansion incorporates several architectural styles, including Tudor and Gothic Revival. It's for this reason, as well as its beautiful seaside location, that it has been used as a location for a number of films. Hollywood Glamour also came to Mount Eliza in 1959, where movie stars Fred Astaire, Gregory Peck and Ava Gardner arrived to shoot the Stanley Kramer film On the Beach. Mount Eliza has several beaches and bays, which include Canadian Bay, Davies Bay, Half Moon Bay, Moonda Beach, Ranley Beach and Sunnyside North Beach. In addition, Mount Eliza is home to the Mooradak Quarry Fauna and Flora Reserve and several creeks, including Balar Creek, Iramil Creek, Gungyong Creek, Kakaraboit Creek, Manmangur Creek and Manyang Creek. The Murida Quarry forms part of the Mount Eliza Regional Park and is a known spot for fitness with a number of walking tracks and steep steps to the top where you are rewarded with stunning views across the Muradak Plains. The park has a lake, picnic areas and a playground adjacent to the Heritage Railway that operates from the refurbished Muradak Station. The suburb's main shopping area is known as Mount Eliza Village. It is situated at the intersection of Canadian Bay Road and Mount Eliza Way, 
It is a bustling town centre which has a number of cafes, restaurants, including fine dining, two supermarkets, an IGA in Woolworths and four banks, along with a range of clothing, gift shops and beauty services. In terms of public transport, Mount Eliza does not have a train station, but is well serviced by bus routes that commute between Frankston and Mornington. There are six different bus routes operated by Ventura bus lines with varying stops throughout the suburb. The 788 travels from Frankston through to Portsea with eight stops in Mount Eliza. Mount Eliza is served by two major roads, the Nepean Highway and Muraduck Highway. The closest train station is at Frankston, less than 15 minutes away. James Crowder has had over 30 years experience in real estate in Mount Eliza, owning and operating Crowder's Real Estate for over 20 years. Now he's the director of James Crowder Community Real Estate, offering a percentage of his commission to his vendor's favourite local charity to bring community spirit to the peninsula. Welcome, James. How are you today? So I'm fine. I must say it's a diff- difficult times, different times, but at the end of the day, uh, we're coping pretty well. Yeah, sounds good. Um, yes, I know it's I know it's hard for everybody through these LDs and know. 6.3, 6.4, whatever we're going to be going into. Mm. Mm. <laughs> now tell um, us what makes your agency different to other real estate agents? Well, community real estate started, um, I started back in 1980, so I'm an old man at this game. Um, yeah. And I think about 14 years ago, I decided when we were bought out that I want to start a business that was different. You know, it could have been easy to use my name, which I'll eventually do, but Crowders. But um, I want to make a difference. We donate money to charity. We don't hang it out there to um, try and convince people to use us for that. In fact, we never promote it. You'll probably see that we don't do that. But we've given nearly 400000 in 14 years. We're a very hands-on operation. We work as a team. So no individuals in my office. I don't have somebody list a property and then sit in the corner and try and sell it. We have the team effort. So they all know that if somebody lists it, everybody will be looked after as long as the owner gets the best outcome. So I think that's a small point of difference to some people. Um, We're very trustworthy and everybody will say that, of course, but uh, we have just been reappointed as the state trustees um, sole uh, agent down here to represent them. So that's a big deal. That's a huge contract. Yeah. So we go from Edith Vale to Shoreham across to Rosebud. We handle sort of 60% of the peninsula. Wow. For them, so we're busy, busy doing that. So, um, and we have a very distinct way of marketing. Traditionally, there's auction. You, you know, a lot of people do e- EOIs now and yeah. private sale. But when I started, I designed what I call property launch. Uh, a lot of other people now sort of use different words for it. But yeah. uh, essentially, we pull buyers, we try and bring them in at the one time, make it a really structured campaign, and that I can tell you took off. We were definitely the flavour of the month till everybody sort of got on board and. And at the same time, I do say this honestly, we work really well with all our agents. Agents are fabulous people. Uh, It's a difficult job and uh, we love working around them, with them. There's plenty out there. We get our fair share. And um, I think our experience um, holds us in good stead, particularly in an established area like Mount Eliza, South Frankston, Mornington, our sort of core areas. We um, have a very good following and and the name Crowders. you know, it gives that people that little bit of confidence. And when times get tough, I've always said this, we get busier. They come yes. back to the traditional, reliable people that have got a good structure. And I've just introduced my son about four or five years ago, Ben, who's doing a fabulous job and my other son wants to join soon. So we're sort of becoming another family company, but I still yeah. have other really fabulous staff as well. Yeah, sounds good. Yes, it's it, 
it is one of those things that I, I must admit, I've found over the years of my doing my job that uh, the agents that stay are the ones who have, have been there for the long, the long haul. Yeah. They're not the, yeah. yeah. Yes. Now we're talking about the lovely suburb of Mount Eliza today. Um, now, how is real estate going in Mount Eliza? Look, Mandalize is doing really well. I um, yeah. I do a lot of auctions, have done for years, and I always say that, uh, you know, we're so undervalued. We, uh, we're undulating. We've got schools. We've got beaches. We've got restaurants. We've got all the infrastructure. And Mandalize is sort of an area that they pass by. They go down the highway. They go down the yeah. freeway. They sort of used to swing by when the old road used to come right through. Mm. We're going through a really enjoyable renaissance. The peninsula since East Link and Peninsula Link opened has enjoyed a huge upside. Yeah. Mount Eliza is part of that. A lot of people now sue us sort of moving out of Sorrento's and the Portsies and the Flinders and they're moving back into Mount Eliza. Um, we're affordable. Uh, we're certainly getting dearer. Um, but a population now probably about 18,000. You've got about 90% of them are, are property owners, 10% are, uh, renters. Okay. So it's a really interesting um, place to be. It's a great place to live. There's some fabulous properties and the value for money is still there, in my opinion. There's still some yeah. great buyers around. Oh, look, you know, you see houses in Baldwin, for instance, which attract all those really high-end schools and stuff like that. And the value for money in Baldwin versus Mount Eliza, you just think, yeah. why would you even think about Baldwin when you've got these yeah. beautiful beaches and, and um, just a you know, more relaxed lifestyle? Yeah, um, I think there's something about a village too, you know. Yeah, it's a real village. I- I'm biased, but, you know, there's a brand-new development going up in Mount Eliza Way. There's all the infrastructure that you need. The schooling is fabulous, private yeah. and public. Um, so you've got everything, but it's the lifestyle. They're yeah. all coming down. They're trading in. They're coming down. They're getting the lifestyle. They're putting money back in their pocket. Yeah. And they're 10 minutes further from work. I mean, yeah. it's a, it's win-win. And so it's only going to get better when that um, Mordialic freeway opens up. Yeah, and yeah. it will take another 10 minutes off the journey to get from exactly. anywhere in the city to yeah. down this way. So, um, you know, you watch this space, I think. The prices are just going to start skyrocketing. Well, it's, that's a very interesting point. And I'll just quickly say, if anybody's thinking of getting down here, get in now. You know, yeah. start, to, start to do your research. We've got people lined up ready to look at properties when they come on. We, we can do as many videos as you like. There's not many yeah. that uh, buy off a video um, and it's great if they do. Um, yeah. But, uh, boy, I'd get in now because there will be a bigger upside to what we've got at the moment. I really believe that. Yeah, oh, definitely. Now, if I was looking for a property in Mount Eliza, say I knew nothing about it, um, yeah. where would the best pockets or streets be for, say, Bayviews? Look, Bayviews traditionally, if you look at Mount Eliza, a lot of people will go down that Watts Parade area. So what's what they sort of call the blue chip part of Mount Eliza. And down there you've got houses that can sell up to 14, 15 million. um, And there's some amazing places. So you sort of pick up the location. So you're buying a lot of land value. Your Mm -hmm. land value down there per square square metre is pretty high. uh, And then the improvements depending on what you want. The other area is off Kanyang Road. When you sort of look at the other side over Kanyang Road, so down the Dipper Backron Road, you head over to Kanyang Road. Traditionally, Sue, people used to sort of steer away. Good housing, brilliant views, some of the best views you'll ever find, yeah. close to schools and beaches, but they always felt they were a little bit disconnected from the village. Well, yeah. now people, yeah, I mean, they, we all I exercise it. more, we walk more, we 
we get in the car, it's easy. Boy, oh boy, that place has taken off. So if you wanted to get some views, that's great. On yeah. the flip side of that, you're still going to get views over in the woodlands, the traditional two-third acre. So you can go over and get a bigger block of land, probably another house or, or yeah. another, another house, but you can pick up that sort of um, property over there with distant views, either coming back towards um, Port Phillip or you get over at Western Port if you head down the other side. So we, we've got the most variety, I think, of many places where you can get undulation, small blocks, big blocks, bay views, new homes, old homes. You've got the whole gambit. It's a, it's a fabulous place. Yeah, sounds amazing, really. Um, now, if you wanted a bit of land for lifestyle, where would you sort of go? Which well, you'd probably head, head back over Allison Road way into the two-third acre woodlands, and that's the yeah. traditional. There's a number of streets in amongst there off Humphreys Road as you border back over to the Mount Eliza precinct. Um, again, it's undulating, treed and lightly wooded. Some areas are heavier, but, I mean, you'll never get a better place to raise a family. Um, yeah. You know, it's got the lifestyle. It's right in the central part of being accessed to everything. So schooling and everything else is just there. So you couldn't go wrong if you went over on the woodlands. You'll get land, you'll get house, and you can pay under $2 million and get a fabulous property. Nice. Um, how about convenience? Maybe I'd need to walk everywhere. Where would I, what streets would be best to look at for convenience? Um, well, I suppose if you look around the village, yeah. there's some lovely houses. So you sort of pick up those sort of blocks at a seven to 900 square metres. You're buying really good houses, still very affordable. We sold a really nice new one just before the first sort of major lockdown, but that was around 2-2. Two, two. You're getting yeah. a, a 45 square brand new ultra modern home within a five minutes walking distance to the village. Today, you'd probably pay 2-8 to 3 for that. But, you know, your value for money is still very good. Yeah. Still a lot of money, isn't it? <laughs> well, as I said, it's going up and it's going to get worse. I can tell you. It's going to get worse. Yeah. But the, the trouble is, so you can't get land. I know. It's so hard, isn't it? Now, in saying that, so what's the median sales price in Manalaza at the moment for a house? Like, Okay. So, roughly, it does vary a bit depending on where you look, but roughly for a house, it's around about 1.5. Okay. Right? Where you're still going to get very good value. So, you're still picking up your older style house, two third acres on your woodlands. Yeah. Or in some respects, you might get some older houses in off Old Mornington Road around the village area here, Allen Drive, some of those beautiful spots or even up Mount Eliza Way towards the highway. You're going to be beach side of the highway and you'll pick them up for around that sort of money, in some cases, tiny bit less. Yeah. Houses, they sort of can vary anything between 700 to 1.3 million, just depending on where they are, what the location is and what the sort of product is. So a lot of yeah. Still a lot of older older properties being sold because of the changes of regulations with rentals and yes. uh, not go through all the code. Um, so they can come in at that. But some of the better ones, you, you'll pay well up around one, two, one, three, one, four for, for some really yeah. smart. Smart. Town. And units, if I lead on to that, two bedrooms, average price there, about 570, depending, sort of 575. Okay. And three-bedroom really can sort of go back to the townhouse value. That can be anything. You know, we'll, we'll have a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, two-living, two-car coming up in a group of about six. That'll be 900 to a million. Or you can buy some really special ones for about one and a half. As you said, there are parts which are a bit more affordable. They're not those uh, $15 million estates like Morning, <laughs> Morning Star. Did Morning Star recently sell? Morning Star did sell. Yeah, yeah. I had a, yeah. a little on that um, on the side. But uh they were pipped. They, I think they paid in the order of twenty-five or twenty-seven million for that. But 
can I tell you, it's worth every single cent. That that oh, I saw that many years ago with my late father before he passed, and um, to a family, and uh, it is an amazing piece of land, and, and I believe it's been bought as a private home. Wow, some people are lucky, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I just can't fathom the stamp duty on twenty-seven million dollars. Well, calculate it out at five and a half percent, and that'll give you a shock of your life. A little buy. I know. Yeah, so, I buy four houses for that. <laughs> the stamp duty. Take <laughs> long. Yeah. Now, how how's rent? How are rentals going? Are they? Uh, as you said, there's about ten percent of the the housing population would be rentals. Yep. Um, are you finding a lot of Airbnb style properties are now turning back to long term rentals because of COVID, or you know they're yep. still hanging in yeah. there? No, look, I tend to think that's the, the reaction. I know a few people that did it, but they don't want to do it anymore. Number one, it became problematic. I think all yeah. their regulations really started to worry people and, and, and also the income. I mean, it's income and they were getting taxed. A lot of them weren't declaring it. So um, that was sort of an issue for some of them. But to answer your question, yes, a lot of people are coming back to more the fixed term. Um, yeah. Rentals, you just can't get them. Now, we manage a very small portfolio, but a really neat and tidy about 120 um we've just leased three seven new townhouses that i had up in south frankston they all achieved over 700 go back pre-covid talking 556 now getting 750 just leased a a nice little home up near the village so a four-bedroom home around about 950 a week uh Mm -hmm. prior to covid we were talking about seven so there's there's a significant increase and the reason for that is these poor people that are renting in properties that are probably not going to be to code uh, not going to be to code then what's happened is um, the owners are selling. So there's a huge demand for rent. There's not enough property. What would you pay for rent for a four-bedroom home near the village? Okay, so four-bedroom home near the village, um, in reasonably good order, complying, you'd pay around $900 to $1,000 a week. And yep. that's two bedrooms, sorry, four bedrooms, two bath, two living. You'd want two car. And in most cases, quite a few of them have those older pools up here. Um, yes. But some don't. But we've just leased one for about nine fifty. That was four bedroom without a pool. Okay. Walk to the village. Yep, that's a nice, good ballpark. How about a lifestyle property? So a bit more land, um, maybe yeah. a view over the Morida Plains, yeah. or maybe something. You're going to pay for something like that, and it varies. We had one on Old Mornington Road for about sixteen hundred a week, and that was a a more modern sort of styled home, the tennis court and pool. That's not there now, but that's what it was achieving. So you're going to be anything between twelve hundred, and some people are paying up to two and a half thousand dollars a week. Uh, we have one currently paying two thousand a week, and that's a lifestyle property down near the beach um, off Old Mornington Road, uh, with a tennis court, a pool, and a four bedroom home. Big money, isn't it? You might as well it pay is. that on the mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think people do it because they're filling in gaps. You know, they're sort of yeah. they're building a house or they're doing something, but they still want to have that lifestyle. So yeah. obviously the income's behind them. Yeah, fair enough. Um, having a low maintenance two to three bedroom unit, what would you be paying in Mount Eliza for something like that? Yeah, two to three bedroom units and they vary, but uh, we're currently just leased quite a few of them. So you get between 400 to say 600 a week um, okay. for two bedroom to three bedroom units. And that's sort of close to the village. There are some on the other side of the highway, but they'll still get good demand because they're close to schools yeah. and not in amongst the hustle and bustle, and some people prefer that. Yeah. Uh, so I'd say as a, as a guide, 400 to 600 a week. Okay. Sounds good. Now, you, uh, you live in Mount Eliza, don't you? 
I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So as a long-term Mount Eliza resident, what do you find so special about Mount Eliza? Well, I've made, I've made a note of a few things, but I think they're all the classic ones. The first thing that yeah. comes to mind is the lifestyle. It is just yeah. a beautiful place. And I think part of lifestyle, I've always said to people, you know, it's no point having a good lifestyle if they're not nice people. And I can genuinely say Mount Eliza people are really lovely. They're, they're very humble. Um, their occasional ones are a little bit more showy than others. But on the whole, yeah. I mean, everyone's very mindful of each other. We all love the village. That's why we stay here. We shop here. We've got a great amount of schooling and both public and private. You couldn't go wrong educating your kids no matter which way you decide to go. The shopping is absolutely first class. I mean, there's nothing that you could want for unless you wanted to go down, you know, the, um, the peninsula and do other things. And that's the beauty of us. You can get on the freeway easily to get to all these wonderful places and vineyards and restaurants, mm-hmm. um, recreational facilities, the medical facilities are great. And then finally our beaches. Some of our beaches, yes. I th- honestly, they're sort of world-renowned beaches because you can't get to them. You can't have a, a lot of people get down there. The parking's not there. They're very exclusive, oh, aren't they? They are. The private beaches are just fantastic. And there's a lot of yeah. personalities, without mentioning any, that, that buy down here because they um, they want to be uh, a part of this sort of culture and this uh, this village atmosphere. And, and Mount Eliza hasn't lost that. Uh, some of the areas yeah. expand so much they lose the whole attraction, whereas Mount Eliza mm. still got that lovely boutique village feel. And that's what people love and that's what we love. Yeah. Yes, it's it sounds like an awesome place to live and um yeah, very envious, that's for sure. Um it's a bit like Mount Martha. Mount Martha's got the same thing, hasn't Mount it? Mount Martha's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And that little village of shops down there, that little shopping centre is really exclusive. I mean, go down there on a Sunday on a hot day. Um no, that's where yeah. you'll see people. Yeah. Volpino's great restaurant. <laughs> but you know <laughs> We're not talking about Mount no. Martha, we're talking about Mount Martha. <laughs> Um, so thanks for coming on to our Mount, uh, Mount Eliza Talent Taster. Um, now, how can our listeners get in contact with you, James? If anybody uh, needs a hand, and I mean that sincerely, uh, community real estate isn't just about, don't get me wrong, we have to uh, survive by doing sales uh, and leasing properties. Yes. But, but at the same time, uh, we assist a number of clients and have done, I'm helping a client out this afternoon, I've been doing it for 14 years I haven't been paid a cent. It's what we do. We're there to help if we can. Or if anybody wants advice, just reach out to me. My number's 0407 or email me direct on james at communityrealestate.com.au. Sounds great. Thank you so much for coming on to our Town Taster. Um, we will also have your details in our show notes and throughout our social media. So it's been lovely having you on our show. Well, Sue, I've been, I've thoroughly enjoyed it too. It's nice to have a chat and catch up yeah definitely thank you so much now we're going to have a short break and come back with more of our mount eliza town taster Now, when it comes to schools, Mount Eliza has a great range of schools with four kindergartens, four primary schools and three secondary colleges. Kanyang Primary School is a co-educational public school with 769 students on Kanyang Road and overlooks Port Phillip Bay. Kanyang Primary School do the International 
Baccalaureate World Schools Primary Years Program. They also study French, do a STEM program and offer great extracurricular programs. Mount Eliza Primary School on Wollara Drive is a co-ed public school with 564 students and encourage each student to have a voice. They run a kitchen garden program, STEM program, learn Indonesian and have various lunchtime clubs. Mount Eliza North Primary School on Mosley Drive has 642 students offering co-educational public education and also offers an IB curriculum. St Thomas More is a Catholic co-ed primary school with a current enrolment of 311 students, offering Japanese as a language, a STEM program and an outdoor learning program. Peninsula Grammar is an independent Anglican co-ed school offering both day and boarding from kindergarten through to year 12. This 60-year-old school is situated on 80 acres with stunning views of Port Phillip Bay. It has an exceptional record of academic achievement with two boarding houses on campus. It is a large school with 1,300 students, 869 of them in high school. They instill the values of inspired performance. Turak College's history dates back almost 150 years in its history as a girls' school. It offers classes from early learning through to year 12, as well as a boarding program. It has 751 students, with 505 students currently completing secondary college. Turak College is known for its outstanding performance in academic results and is located on Old Mornington Road, close to the Mount Eliza Village. Mount Eliza Secondary College on Canadian Bay Road has 550 students and is Mount Eliza's government co-ed secondary school. It offers an enhanced performance program, an instrumental music program and a Steiner program. There are many sporting clubs in Mount Eliza, but most notable is the Mount Eliza Football Club, competing in the Mornington Peninsula Nepean Football League. The Mount Eliza Cricket Club is one of the most successful cricket clubs on the Mornington Peninsula, with 10 first 11 premierships. The Mount Eliza Soccer Club was formed in 2008, and membership is growing rapidly with approximately 500 members. Mount Eliza also has a bowling club, a tennis club and a yacht club at Davies Bay. Mount Eliza is served by a voluntary fire brigade as part of the CFA and responds to approximately 250 calls a year within the local area, supporting neighbourhood brigades and further afield in the events of large bushfires. Mount Eliza is definitely one of those suburbs you have to come and see, so why don't you come down for a day trip and check it out. You'll be pleasantly surprised how wonderful it is for families and retirees to live here. Enjoy. Now, on Thursday, we have the tradie of all tradies, Dean Davis from Emco Property, to talk to us about why getting the trades into renovate pays off on auction day, so don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright production, hosted and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music, and Francis Morello for his voiceover. Real Copyright is a leading real estate copywriting service throughout Melbourne. If you would like your property copywritten by Real Copyright, please book your copy through orders at realcopyright.com.au. If you would like us to help, 
create more valuable real estate information for the people of Melbourne in this podcast. Contact sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right. Oh, 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 oh,